Welcome to Habs Unfiltered. This independent podcast is featured on the Hockey Writers and iHeartRadio, bringing you honest and unfiltered entertainment and discussion on the Montreal Canadiens and hockey news. Your hosts, Matt Smith, Treg Wilson, and Blaine Putney are proud to be one of your trusted sources. If you are talking about it, so are we. And welcome to Habs Unfiltered, episode 376. I'm your host, Blaine Putney, and I'm joined by my co-host, Matt Smith. Good day, man. So here we are recording post-game after the op- the uh, season opener against the Toronto Maple Leafs and the uh, NHL officials, and the Canadians come up with a 6-5 loss in a shootout. So they, they get a point, which is good. Oh, and here comes Treg. So they do get the point. That's good news. And Treg's here. Good news. Bad news. And and Treg's <laughs> here, which is even better news. So as I was saying, the Canadians end up with a a point in overtime. So we're going to start with, I don't know, I guess our impressions overall, I suppose. Uh, Matt, what, what was your overall impression? So I think it was a it was a it was a great game for for a, for a, a newcomer in Alex Newhook. I think he was all over the oh, ice. Yeah. He was uh, he was strong on the boards. He scored a couple goals tonight, and I think that his line was probably the best one that was on the ice tonight. Um, I think Doc had a very solid game, and uh, he's showing that he can uh, drive his own line. And uh, we saw a little bit of uh, what Slavkovsky can do when he's playing with some confidence. So uh, overall, good, uh, good impression for that line and for, and for those guys uh, individually. However, um, there were a few players that kind of didn't really stand out to me for, for any real, any real reason. I thought that uh, that veteran line, the Monaghan uh, Pearson Gallagher line, I just thought they were kind of going through the motions. I thought, I thought uh, uh, Monaghan had a fine game, but, he didn't have anyone to distribute the puck to. So I think there'll be some changes to that line um, coming, coming on Saturday. Well, I think my, my biggest takeaway out of this is that the Canadians have found a second line. Yes. So the Suzuki line doing what they always do. Yeah. Uh, but the doc new hook and Slavkowski line really clicked. Right. So the, the Canadians now have two pretty good lines. Which they've been looking for forever. Yeah. And, and Trey, what were your overall impressions of that game? Uh, Allen was ass. Um, yeah, they won that game. It wasn't for Allen's three-week goals. The two goals uh, by Matthews in the final, what, three minutes of the game were just terrible. Just terrible. Um, other than that, and then in overtime, he plays like friggin' Carey Price. But uh, – right. uh, other than that, I thought Slavkowski was probably the best player on the entire ice. I don't care that he only got an assist, but he was setting everybody up. Like he was hitting tape to tape on every one of his passes. That pass to Newhook for the goal was just smart, incredible, quick, because it was in close to the net with a guy on him. He had to make a quick decision, and it was just tape to tape. Um, Doc looked amazing. Uh, great puck control. That whole line was winning all their battles. Uh, I believe Suzuki was 
close to 60% in the face-off circle. Uh, Almost 70. Talk- 65. Yeah, something we, talk- something we talked about in the last, uh, actually in our last show, about yeah. how he really yeah. needs to uh, get better at his face-offs to uh, um, field goal. Yeah, it was offside. You could see clearly in that other replay that it was offside. But, uh, you know, he got one back on the power play. Um I didn't like Matheson's game, to be honest with you. I didn't think Matheson had that great of a game uh, defensively. I thought Jack I played great. Uh, From the time uh, we got to see him. Well, I mean, when he was on the ice, he, he played good, he made good passes. He made uh, his offense. I think that Jack I's offense is really underrated. Yeah. Um, a lot of untapped potential you. there. I think the gray beard line was slow and terrible. Um, it seemed like Mont- Pearson wasn't too bad, but Gallagher, Gallagher's just not there. Like it, it looked it, like he, he was, uh, it looked like he was skating through cement. Yeah, he was just. I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen with that. I, I liked what I saw from Evans, Yulonen, and RHP. I like that line. If I was the coach, that would be my third line on Saturday. Not the. I, I guess. Actually, I probably put RHP in your own and with Monaghan, give him some speedy guys that he can yeah. get the puck to because yep. Gallagher and Pearson just aren't. Yeah. Give him, give him with something that he can create with. Yeah. Cause and, we saw uh, it tonight. We, we even saw tonight um, that kind of that uh, kind of that rap pass um, that uh, Monaghan made to Caulfield for that disallowed power play goal. He went, he went around a defender to, to get it to him. I thought it was an excellent pass. Yeah. It's too bad. The goal didn't count, but. But I mean, <laughs> other than that, I I'm not I'm pretty happy with the way Montreal's offense played. Uh, I thought Gouli had a had a fairly good game. I mean, I don't think the defense was terrible. Um, I mean, and Allen did face forty some odd shots, so I'm not going to yeah. take everything away from him. But uh, Gregor's goal and the two Matthews goals were just just ass. So yeah. after the disallowed goal and then the parade to the penalty box with some. Fairly questionable calls, uh, especially that trip on Domi. I mean, Domi basically fell on his own, and the referee that was 200 feet away made the call, which, whatever. They made the call. The Canadians had to deal with that, and they didn't really respond well. And then they went into the uh, they went into the intermission. So how a team responds when they're facing that really does – you know, you're down a goal, you're going into the third, you kind of gave up uh, quite a bit of offense in that second period. I mean, you only had two shots. Um, you were dominated. So how they how they came back out and they just started banging out goals, two goals in 90 seconds. I mean, to me, that, that speaks volumes for the character in the room and how this team has already gelled together fairly well. I want the Canadians like they, like obviously you want to see a win. It is unfortunate that they let this one slip away tonight, especially kind of how it finished. Yeah. Um, you know, you you bring out your three most offensively talented players. Um, you know, B- Suzuki is a, is an absolute wizard in the shootout, and he just whiffs. Uh, Caulfield, who's like a forty goal scorer more than likely this year based on his play so far, um, he he misses the net. And then, I think it hit the post, actually. I think it being tinged off the outside of the post, but okay. still. But again, again, it was just kind of kind of frustrated how how it all ended. But you know what? I want to see the Canadians play these tight games. I don't really like seeing six five finals, and I hate the shootout. 
but I want to see Montreal be that team this year that is like, and I'm going to swear because it's what I do, but I want to see them being that team that other teams are like, not these fucking guys again. Won't they just go away? Right. Like, I just, I want to see that. I want to see that fight. Like if, if they lose one goal games, but they were competitive, I'm a lot more happier than that than if they just, you know, give up with 10 minutes to go in the period and just let a barrage of shots come through. We talked about that in the last episode, how a real, the sign of this team improving would be being that kind of team. And they did show that. I mean, I know it was choppy. I know it was, there was a lot of uh, broken plays. I mean, it's the first game of the regular season. On both sides. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's, it's early. It's the first game of the season. So yeah, it's going to be a little bit more sloppy, but if they can continue to play that, that style, a little bit more hard nosed, um, I think that will be a very successful uh, season for them, regardless of the outcomes. Now, speaking of hard nosed, Jack Eye, he um, he did not. He really did not like that uh, hit from behind by Reeves on Gooley that somehow went uncalled. He didn't hesitate. He didn't hesitate. No. He went in there and um, he held his own against arguably one of the best fighters in the league. And we all kind of thought that it was going to come and the media has been pushing this forever. Social media has been pushing this forever. I think it was just a matter of time. Sometime this season, we were going to see it. I didn't think it was going to happen in the first game, but that's, that's what you want to see. You want to see players step up for each other. And it happened multiple times throughout the game, little, little scrums. Um, One of them ended up leading to a, leading to a goal for the Canadians when Bertuzzi took a little bit of Liberty in front of the net. And again, you don't have your tough guy on the ice. So what do they do? They just jump on people's backs and kind of, kind of improvise and do what they got to do. But going back to Jack, I, I I think that uh, it was the right thing to do. I agree. It was a, it was definitely hit from behind that went uncalled. So I don't really agree with the instigator call. Um, It took, uh, it took Jack guy out for that period of time, uh, brought the Canadians down to five D and uh, when the parade to the penalty box was happening and everything, they could have definitely helped uh, help their cause having him out there. Especially when you're playing against the Leafs. They're a team that only play their best when they're up a goal. So they're built or, or, or the up a man play. or up a man or up a man. Yeah. So they're built to score on the power play. And that's that's their bread and butter. If they're not scoring on the power play, they ain't winning too many games because at five on five, they're, they they hover around the outside. They hover around when they're down a goal. They look like they're defeated. Like that's that's the kind of team that you want to be able to really take it to. That's that's why I think the Canadians had a, a really good game because they they consistently went after the Leafs. Now the Leafs clearly got power plays. They got the goals. It's hard not to when you got that kind of talent. So I don't know. Oh. Back to the Habs, though. Um, I, I think Lofkowski. I just want to bring up. Okay, yeah, you, I I just want to bring up that I really was disappointed in the fact that they couldn't put the game away with almost five minutes of an empty net in the Toronto zone. Um, that kind of pissed me off too because it just seemed to me like they were forcing everything, they were rushing everything. Every time someone got a stick, the puck on a stick, you, they rushed everything, rushed, 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 and. There's a few times where they had the room, they had the time, they could have 
hey, let's just get this out to center ice and hopefully a guy can get it on a stick and just throw it into the net and put this game away. And uh, that kind of pissed me off too. But uh, again, Slavos, yeah. I, I just wanted to bring that up because we didn't mention it. And I mean, it's they true. pulled the goalie at five minutes and they pulled him again at 3.30 and Montreal, I don't even think, got anything even close to center yeah. ice the entire it time. Li- and it was a little bit about personnel selection as well. That first goal that went in when they originally uh, um, pulled Samson off, it was, you know, it was Pearson, it was Yelonen, it was like, yes, I know yeah. you're going to put your def- some more defensive players out there, but I thought it was a little bit premature to to throw the, to throw them out there, and we saw we saw the goal. And again, I'm not any uh, um, goaltending expert, but that was a soft one on on Allen not being oh, yeah. on his straight. So, but again, a guy we let up, we he had 42 shots against him. And that's one thing that's going to change as well. Yeah, the volume of the shots, definitely. And not just volume, the quality. Yes. They gave up a lot of really high, really good high danger chances. They did. There'll be changes made. There'll be, there'll, be, there'll, be cha- there'll be changes made for Saturday. Now, to Slavkovsky. I mean, he had a really strong preseason. And then in the couple of days since the last game against Ottawa, all the talk on social media anyway was, oh, it's just preseason. It doesn't mean anything. He's he's he should go play in Laval. He you know, he he's no good, blah, 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 blah. All the the naysayers were out. But Treg, you mentioned it right off the start uh, the start. He really played a good solid game. He was on his game. And it's not just the the crisp passes. The speed was there. Like it, that that assist he got to New Hook. He outskated two defenders, which and he was like ten feet behind him, got ahead of them by the blue line, and made that play. He won the battle in the corner behind the net to get the puck out to Doc, I believe. Then right. beat two Maple Leaf defenders yeah. to get up there for Doc to give it to him for him to tap it over to Newhook. And uh, not just that, but he was winning board battles. He was uh, forechecking well. He was uh, the goal. Uh, I believe Newhook's second goal was because yeah, he's Slavkowski, the one that stripped the puck. He stripped the puck and he kept the puck in the zone uh, to get the puck uh, to Doc, who got it to Jack Eye to for tip in for Newhook. And uh, and again, not only did he do that up by the blue line, he had the common sense to go in in front of the net with Newhook to screen the goaltender and try for a. Uh, um, I mean, the guy is just. Uh, I know everyone's saying he needs a year in uh, in Laval, and it's just one game. So I will bring that up. It's just one game, yes, but yes. if if he if this is what we're going to see from him on a consistent basis, man, this guy's going to be. I mean, my prediction of forty points could be low. I mean, this guy's going to be. Uh, if that line keeps playing the way it is, like you like you said earlier, the Canadians finally have two lines that they can go to, and I think the second line is better than the first line. I think the second line, tonight, yeah, tonight, tonight was, was, was yeah. better than the first line. Um, not not taking any away from Suzuki and Caulfield and Anderson, but uh, I think uh, I think that's what we have. I think we have our line, and uh, uh, maybe when Dvorsky comes back, uh, uh, Dvorak comes back, you'll see maybe Monahan pop up on that line. I, I don't think Anderson's a good fit on that line. He wasn't too bad tonight, but I still don't think he's a good fit. Although I will say Anderson did. Uh, I don't think Anderson had a bad game tonight either. No. He didn't score. No, he played but, well. But he played well. 
Now, Slavkovsky is actually 10% of the way to his last season's point totals, and we're just one game in. <laughs> um, I mean, I can see him getting 40 points. I can see him getting 15 to 18 yeah. goals and 40 points. And uh, if he keeps playing like this, he could – I mean, he's more – before people go on about Slavkovsky, yes, he had seven goals in the Olympics or whatever it was, but he's really a playmaker, and he was a playmaker his entire time uh, playing before that. So, And you can tell by the way you're watching it. Like I say, his passing was crisp. Like it was tape to tape to anyone he got the puck to. And some of the passes he made were just, you know, excellent reads. So I, I can see him, uh, and yeah, I can. this is the guy we drafted. And let's just hope he consistently does that throughout the year. And he's got a really good one-timer. He was set up yeah. a couple of times. He got the shot off. And the other one kind of got tipped. But if he can get more chances like that, he he's a yes, he's a playmaker, but he's got an excellent shot. So if he gets a little bit more of those, get a little t- you know tip-ins in front. I mean, this is if he can continue to play with this this engagement, this confidence. There's no doubt in my mind that we're going to see more games like this than not. Yeah. yeah. I thought he should have been out on that power play in the overtime because that power play was ass. Let's was. just pass it around. We're just yeah. going to pass it around. Let's just pass it around. Are you open, Caulfield? Are you open, Caulfield? Are you well, open? No, all, I, was waiting, I was waiting for that Suzuki up. skate in and shoot thing. And he tried to do yeah. that a couple times and it rolled off his stick or he didn't get the, the shot that he wanted or whatever. But with a four on with a four on three and with the guys they had out there, it's not really the easiest to uh, have any sort of net presence or anything. But again, it was uh, it was ass, as you were saying. <laughs> but it is what it is. Uh, they got one power play goal. They were one for four. So... That percentage is better than what they were all last year. So they could have been two for five. Could have been. Could have been. According to the Montreal uh app there, they were two for four, but they didn't take the one off that Caulfield didn't count. But yeah, uh, their penny their penalty their penalty kill was good until the last two power the two power play goals. It, I thought it was good. I thought and then all of a sudden like after that callback, it's almost like after that callback goal, Montreal's like, well, we're screwed. And it was just because their first shot after that was the goal by, uh, um, was the tying goal by Caulfield. That was the first shot after the the goal that got called back. It was nearly 20 minutes. Yeah. Yeah. So that's unacceptable. You, I know you're shorthanded. Uh, quite a few times in that second period, but they they completely lost momentum. Then they 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 just stopped skating. They yeah they held back. They they collapsed in on their own goaltender, and the Leafs feasted on that. And and just another thing, and this is against Allen. That Marner goal in the shootout, he pretty much had an open net because Allen was pretty much sitting in the back of the inside net. Inside of it, yeah. Inside yeah. of it. It was like, what are you doing? Like, you you look so good on the first two, covering the net, and then all of a sudden Marner comes down, and you're like, ah, I think I'm going to make myself as small as possible. This will really confuse him. And uh, I don't know. Anyway. I think goaltending is going to be our Achilles heel this year. That's what, that's what I think is going to hurt the Habs yeah. this year. So do you say Montembeau for sure for the opener on Saturday? 
Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. think that was always the plan, regardless, win or right. lose this game. Unless Allen had a forty save shutout, I think right. Montembeau was going to get the start, regardless. So, so with the with the uh, with the opener, uh, do you guys expect any lineup changes or some line changes? Um, I yeah, don't. I, th- I think Baron might slot in, maybe for who? Maybe Harris. Uh, yeah, well, uh, I don't know about Harris. Maybe uh, Kovacevic. Get a little bit more, more puck movement in there. I mean, Kovacevic played a solid game. Like he wasn't, he wasn't bad at all. He showed some good, good, uh, good foot speed. He played over twenty minutes, but I mean, he was kind of hemmed into his own zone. I mean, the Corsi that he has is thirty-five. That's that's not good. Um. Do you see the high danger chances? Oof. Let's see. Do you see Pizzetta coming in? Uh, quite possibly. Uh, the only reason I don't see him coming in is unless Pearson or Gallagher are out, just because I thought Yolon and Evans and RHP played good. Played I think if, if it was game. anything, it would be Pearson, although based on the performance, it should be Gallagher, but it will not happen on a home opener. They no. will not. They will not set Gallagher on a home opener. And I don't think. And I. And I think that. Or, uh, I think that uh, Saint Louis is the kind of coach that is going to let a guy like that work his way through it. Yeah. And then they're going to be like, okay, like, do something. Uh, if anything, for the forward group, I think you might see Pearson or RHP swap. Maybe right. RHP gets, right. gets third line minutes while Pearson's on yeah. the fourth. Yep. I could see that uh, having, having two, you know, having Love Gallagher yeah. with Gallagher or something. Maybe yeah. you never. Know. I mean, you you got to give someone with a little bit more speed. Although Pearson's not slow, no, uh, which kind of surprised me. But Gallagher just drags that line down. Like he was like, I don't know, maybe that hit that he took in the pre warm up skate uh, concussed him or something. I don't know, but he, uh, I don't know. He just he looked like a bag of shit. I'm sorry, but I'm legitimately concerned. I'm legitimately concerned for him like, right now. That's six and a half million where you're looking at it going, Jesus Christ, if is this what how it's gonna be? Like if even if he's healthy, this is how it's gonna be. Like right. something's gonna be done here. Right. Something to look forward to though on Saturday. Um always look forward to uh the Canadians home opener. They always do it uh honestly, they do it better than anybody else in the league. Um, they don't have to do all the theatrics because, you know, that's where they they bring in all the history and everything. So I'm looking forward to what they're going to do for that. And um, it's going to be against uh, Connor Bedard and, and the Blackhawks, who lost Taylor Hall tonight to an injury, probably a week to week. Shocking. The good news. Taylor Hall yeah. injured. <laughs> Weird. But the good news on this is uh, we don't have to worry about yet another rookie getting his first goal in Montreal because they <laughs> already against, got it in Boston. He did against Boston, yeah. Oh, <laughs> did you see that? Connor Bedard gets his first assist. Connor Bedard gets his first yeah. goal. Connor Bedard gets his first penalty. What are we going to see? Connor Bedard has his first shit at the Air Canada <laughs> Center. Um, like what? The, so, like I, but, I didn't I see any it. of that. But do you know why? I didn't why, see any do, of that do, at all. Do you know what? I will. I will let that pass. Um, I know it's going to become one of those things that it's going to be yeah. like Bedard this, Bedard this, Bedard this. But you know what? It's 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 kind of a brush of breath of fresh air. Hearing another player's name on Sportsnet. Oh, listen. What, especially, Matthews, especially, Matthews three hundred goal. Uh, Mariner's one hundredth assist on a Matthews goal. 
they Tavares's... changed. They changed the goal song. They, well, that's oh, what I was about to say. Of, they went out of that for the entire goddamn game. The goal. That's song. what I was who, about to say. Even yeah, league fans were saying, "Who cares? Yeah, who cares about the goal song?" And the song's about drugs, so it's really interesting because the song's about getting high. Well, I didn't hear shit about Bedard because they were too busy bitching and moaning about that goal oh, song, which, yeah. by the way, is still trash. <laughs> like, I don't know what it is with uh, with Toronto, but they're fucking amazing at picking horrible goal songs. <laughs> um, actually, that song was Montreal's uh, pregame warm-up song uh, during the 2021 Stanley Cup Finals run. So... Thanks for using Montreal to steal something from Montreal to make your club look better, Toronto. Yeah. Good job. I guess they felt they wanted to hear it more because they only heard it uh, three times. Well, I listen, I Sportsnet, I get it. They own part of uh, the Leafs. I get it. But Cuthbert, the excitement in his voice every time Matthews touches the puck just annoys me. Like, don't make it so goddamn biased. Yeah. Don't make it so biased. The best part like, of that game was when the audio screwed up and it sounded like Optimus Prime. Yeah, yeah. Right? And I was just like, what's going on over here? <laughs> Are they using a filter? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Is this gaming but, uh, AI? Yeah. But yeah, like, I don't know. Anyway, whatever. Uh, TVA is no better. So. Oh, God. TVA just yeah, talked about my, the Maple Leafs the whole time as well. So it really didn't matter which uh, which one you, you put it on. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, I guess we got to get used to it. If that's what we're going to watch, have games on against the Leafs, you're going to have to get used to hearing. Yeah. Uh, no, but my yeah, final takeaway out of this, uh, uh, my final takeaway out of this game, though, is that it's the young guys that really excel. Slavkovsky, he had a 75% Corsi four, uh, Gooley, Doc, Jacki, New Hook. Uh, like they were all up there. Yeah, they it, all it was good. Had I enjoyed it. Positives. Yeah. Uh, so it was I, an entertaining it, game. They made it hard to. Uh, they made it hard on the Leafs to win. Um, granted, Canadians' goaltending is really the Achilles' heel at this point because they. It looks like they've got a team, and they've got players coming that will be entertaining and will be hard to play against, especially once they get some legitimate. Starting goaltending, like well, they've been used Allen's to have, they've, they've, they've been used to having it for so many years that yeah, it's 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 one of those things that they're they're very much lacking. And you look at a guy like um, Fowler, who's likely going to be a guy that's going to be a future starter in the NHL. He's still going to be X amount of years away, right? So in the in the meantime, they've got to they've got to find out what's up, and hopefully Montembeau can take that next step in his career on a on a contract year. No, uh, final thoughts, uh, Treg. I like whiteboards. They're remarkable. I'll miss the game Saturday. I have my show Saturday night, so I'll see the home opener. Uh, of course, I'll probably look at my phone to see what's going on. Hopefully, they'll win. Uh, but if it's if they play anything like they do tonight, and they 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 tidy up their defense and their goaltending, uh, should be good. Should be a good season for the Canadians. A game like that against Chicago would be a win for Montreal. Oh, well, tonight should have been a win, but we all know what happened there. Yeah. What about you? Greg, best of luck with your show. Just want to say that. 
And um, other than that, um, good to be back for another season. Definitely uh, happy to be back behind the mic, have us all together, and uh, looking forward to many more shows along the way before we all start deploying again. I hey. will be. <laughs> You'll just I'm be so lifting things and putting them down, right? So <laughs> maybe, yeah. <laughs> Well, maybe you can lift a razor and get rid of that mustache. Holy cow. Never, <laughs> never keeping it. I kind of like it now. Kind of like it. I'm going to be the coxswain of an MCDV, so I got to have something. So, yes. Kind of creepy, though. Yeah, I'm a coxswain. I can get away with creepy. That's true. That <laughs> is true. Um, all right. So, if I just want to thank everyone for tuning in again. I know we had a long layoff uh, before the last episode. So we had about three weeks off. We're going to be a little bit more vigilant on trying to get shows out. Granted, like Matt said, I mean, we're, we're fairly busy. We're all still in the military. We're all still running around uh, prepping for deployments or working extra hours or in Treg's case, going to the gym a lot so he can get himself all swole. <laughs> so we're going to do our, our best to put out a couple of shows a week. If not, at least one, but please bear with us. Uh, it's unfortunately our day jobs that are in the way and, you know, damn bills we got to pay. So we got to keep working. So I just want to thank everyone for, Oh yeah, go ahead. I just, and, to follow up the whole um, we'll do shows when we can comment um, for the people that are watching on YouTube right now, make sure you hit subscribe. Um, so we know that you guys are watching. Um, we want to get our numbers yeah. up obviously. And if we don't have shows, we're always usually engaged on social media, whether it's myself, Blaine or Treg on our own accounts or on the Habs and filtered account. So make sure you follow there, make sure you retweet what, uh, what we're showing. And if you like it, you know, make sure you, um, you know, comment, engage with us. It's what we enjoy doing. And if anyone wants to pay us to do this, so we don't have to work <laughs> our day jobs. Yeah. We can do one every night if you want. Yeah. <laughs> you can do two a day. Whatever you want. Yeah. Just throw so, uh, anyway, I want to <laughs> I just want to thank everyone for tuning in. Thank you for listening. Thank you for interacting with us. Uh please continue to do so. And remember, if you're talking about it, so are we looking to make the most out of this life and optimize your personal wellness then check out the natural man podcast join me host mike c as we explore all areas of human wellness physical mental and emotional learn strategies to optimize your own well-being and be in the driver's seat of your own health remember your doctor works for you learn biohacks neurohacks ways to improve sleep and ways to optimize your body and your mind. Check us out on Apple, Spotify, the Fountain app, and at naturalmanpodcast.com. I'm Jeff Woods, and I'm shining a light on music and the rock stars who make it. He just was one of those people, he stood out. He was a magic guy. He really was a magic guy. We all have force. He had the same amount of force as we all had. This was before Led Zeppelin. Robert was full on. I mean, he was Led Zeppelin without the band behind him. He had the hair, the jeans, the whole thing, you know. And he was amazing. The Records and Rockstars podcast, heard around the world and yours to hear wherever you get podcasts. All the episodes from jeffwoodsradio.com.